0: I don't want you to come to the Bronx. I'm good. Like, you, it's, it's, stay where you're at. Stay
1: where you're at. Yo, this is Paulie Maas, who's a kindred spirit, known for highlighting local eateries and small businesses in her home borough of the Bronx.
0: Were you really on our level of uplifting and putting the community on, or were you just seeking your next post?
1: I came across Paulie's page when she left a comment on one of my videos. When I saw that she grew up in an immigrant household in the boroughs, and she's a professional in documentary filmmaking space. I knew I had a link with her. We grabbed Tina's Cuban in Midtown, recommended by Paulie, and talked about working with marketing agencies.
0: And I've had to push back.
1: I've pushed back, and I'm like,
0: nah, send us something like this. I'm telling you they're gonna like it. No notes, what I told you.
1: How she balances being a creator alongside a full-time job as a documentary producer.
0: There have been days I only had four hours of sleep, three hours of sleep because I'm trying to balance the content with the producing. And
1: how her time at NYU taught her the fluency to navigate in various rooms.
0: Are you dumb? Spike Lee just invited you to his class. So
2: we're doing Tina's, Cuban. Oh, shit, say yeah. word.
1: Yo, yeah.
0: I'm... So, oh, I'm this the, is uh, a perfect oh, day oh, for me guy. to <laughs> have Tina. I'm
1: definitely here in the gym after this shit. <laughs> Uh, why? Steam veggies and then my do.
0: Don't do that.
2: Nah, yo, I, I just had. Yeah, just we're, had, we're going back to back. This is a. T- uh,
1: Wait, what did you have? I just had a salad. Yeah. You know
0: okay, what? so now we can. Yeah. Cheat. You know what I mean? <laughs> a little bit.
2: A so load. did you eat? Did you want to order something? Okay. You got. You got, you got me, something?
1: Okay. <laughs> he waited because he's like, nah, I'm not trying to get the salad. So he he waited for the good shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs>
0: but think about it it's midtown right you only got healthy fast food yeah right sometimes you don't want to eat that shit like you just want to like but you know
1: this is the type of joint that after you eat it you got to take a nap you know what i mean
0: oh oh yeah it's let's see i feel like i should do i used to get their yellow rice
1: but thank you so much for making the town
0: thank you for having me i was surprised when you hit me up i'm not gonna lie
1: what you mean i i I, I slid into DMs early. As soon as I saw her video, I was like, yo, we got to get her on Creator's Lunch. I knew Wait, it. Which video was that? You left a comment about saying I said about like documentaries. Mm. You did a reply video and then I peeped your content. And then coincidentally, uh, in my explore page, I believe it was like some basement spot that you highlighted. Yeah. I, I mm-hmm. seen that video too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh shit, that's the, the girl window. that actually the mm-hmm. that's the that's the young lady that um left the comment. The yeah, and I was like, oh shit, like she actually makes content herself. Yeah. And I started peeping the details and then, you know, you talked about your extensive career and, you know, working on docs as a producer. Yeah,
2: yeah. And I
1: just thought that, wow, this is uh she's a kindred spirit because I've also worked in doc and my business partner, Brian, also has extensive experience working in content. Yeah. So you're a city kid from the boroughs that represents for her culture, mm-hmm. but also have the fluency and the experience of working in and, traditional media. So yeah. I was like, yo, we got to connect. Yeah. What would you do in
2: docs?
0: All my docs that I've worked on, um, produced, um, have to do with social justice. Okay. And so one of my first films was um, like Mom Separate at the Border Under Trump right like stories like that and so when people ask me like what do you do i kind of hate saying it because it i noticed especially in a social setting like you're at, at a bar at a happy hour you start to talk about it and everyone's like
1: oh <laughs> <laughs> and i'm just
0: like it's, uh, i create content like that's what i do you know and so but i've i've done i've done documentaries for like hbo for netflix for apple
2: and you're producing directing i'm i'm producing I'm oh producing. amazing yeah
0: But I told him, so I'm associate producing now because once you get into like full producer mode, you're married to it, I feel like. And so now that I've picked up content creation, I'm just like, do I want the content to suffer? Like, do I really want to step away from content creation and give my life to producing? Because when you're out in the field, you know, like, yeah, we have a 12 hour day, but producers are working 16 hours. Now you're
1: married to the project. Yeah, you're married to the
0: project. There have been days I only had four hours of sleep, three hours (laughs) of sleep. This past two weeks I, um, with this new project, I'm only having like four hours of sleep because I'm trying to balance the the content with the producing. And so imagine if I was like a full-fledged producer. Totally. This wouldn't exist. Pauly Mars wouldn't exist.
2: So if what do you do is a tough question, is can you answer, uh, who is Polly Mars? Uh, this is the first time we're meeting. Is yes. that easier or harder to that answer? That is
0: such a hard question. <laughs> That's even harder. Uh-huh. That's well, such we know
2: hard that you're from question. the Bronx.
0: Yeah, I'm from the Bronx. By I, it's way Polly of... Mars is just not a monolith. I'm a person trying to figure out life, and I share that online. Because a lot of people know me from the food. Like We just had that interaction down there like, wait, you do food. Oh, she does food too. You yeah, both do food. this gentleman
1: that was down d- downstairs just grabbing his lunch, and he's like, yo, you... Like, you the, you the girl from the Bronx. You the dude from Queens. <laughs> I, I follow both of y'all. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And,
0: but I also do, like, hair stuff, makeup stuff. Um, You know, I'm taking you to the Dominican hair salon on the block in Mount Vernon. I'm, I'm taking you to eat patelitos out of a window, you know, in the Bronx. Yeah. I'm, I'm taking That seafood you to get... joint
1: that you hit up with your homie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that spot look ill.
0: It, you have to go. Yeah, I got to yeah. check that and out. And I was... And I get so... so nervous showing the hidden gems just because again the doc mind comes in and that like I don't want to exploit my community for the sake of the content like if I'm sharing it I'm sharing it because I want to fight I think and I think we can all agree to this is that gentrification is in New York the Bronx is the final frontier it's already happening I see it happening and so my thing is like okay how do we fight against it by letting people know about these hidden gems so they can visit, so these owners can, you know, increase their income and whatnot to be able to pay the rent if there's a, if there's a you know- a, Uptick. An uptick in that rent. Like, how can we, like, that's my mind, but then I'm also like, all right, if I do this, am I putting on these developers, these people that, you know, want to come to the Bronx into our neighborhoods, potentially causing damage on the long-term. So I really wrestled, I really wrestle with that all the time when I'm kind of posting the food content and the hidden gems. That's beautiful that you
1: think that way, and I think it's, it's a complicated, nuanced topic that doesn't have a white or black solution to it. The answer is always in the gray, because yep. if you didn't highlight that spot, maybe that spot you know, couldn't have gotten the traffic and the business. Mm-hmm. But then again, obviously, because you highlight and now you're going to get an influx of people that are not from the neighborhood getting introduced to it, yeah, it might tickle the fancy of a developer to try to package it in a certain way and you know as members of the community as content creators what we could do is do the best that we can but also have the consciousness mm-hmm. of understanding what we're doing we can't dictate the result you know what i mean once the output is out into the universe mm-hmm. like how that gets construed or misconstrued yeah it's beyond our control at that point For sure. But you know, our intention is, yo, we're trying to do it so that we could uplift these small mom and pop businesses that we feel like is underrepresented
0: i go in i like to say like i just show up pull up record blah, blah blah at the end of my meals normally right i i go who's who's the owner let me talk to him and i sit there and sometimes i spend two to three to four or five hours just talking to them getting an idea of like where this business started where did it come from and and i think one of the things that i always say is like listen i'm gonna post you if it goes viral goes viral if it doesn't it doesn't but just promise me like you know, you take into consideration the community around you, the income around you, the Bronx, right, is, you know, most neighborhoods are low income, are vulnerable communities. Like, you might see an uptick in business, you might not because we're at the mercy at the of the algorithm. But try to hold out like, you know, like, don't don't I know it's very easy to think of like that dollar sign right away, but, you know, hold it down for like your OG customers. That have been coming here for like 10, 15 years,
1: and also understand that this might be a temporary uptick.
0: Yep, that you know one. what I mean. And that's why I'm always like, all right, what's your Instagram? Five hundred. Yeah. I need you to like once I post this, get on your Zoom. Yeah, I need y'all. I need you to do it. And I and I hit them up on Instagram too. Like, why are you not posting? When you and they'll and they'll try to hire me as a social media manager. I'm like, I really don't. I wish I could manage your your business socials. I really can't, but. Let me put you onto another creator who does that. Yeah. I've gotten a creator, you know, side work that way mm. of pcing them, in that way. So for me, it's just like having a conversation with these business owners, but also being cognizant of like the implications of, you know, me posting and putting people onto these spots. Another thing too is like as content creators, I feel like we also need to make sure that we're not exploiting it just for the sake of creating content. You know, like I've had a business hit me up and like say like, yo, after you made me go viral. All these people wanted to come, like mm. all these consecrators wanted to come, and I'm dealing with health issues. I can't mm. have you in my personal space right now. Blah, blah, blah. and then they unfollow her. What was like? What was your real intention? You know, what I'm trying to say, were you really on our level of uplifting and putting the community on, or were you just seeking your next post?
2: Yeah.
0: And it's like, I don't want you to come to the Bronx. I'm good. <laughs> like you, it's, 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 stay where you're at. Stay where you're at.
2: Uh, how long have you been making TikTok videos?
0: So I started in twenty twenty two, and so I started because I went through a big life change, a breakup, and you know when you go through a breakup, <laughs> some people dye their hair, some yeah. people go to the gym. I got on social media, and so we outside, <laughs> we outside, we outside. And if you scroll back to like my first, mind you, I was anti social media, like. You, if you, if I bring any of my family and friends, like, if you ask them, they're like, I don't know what the change was in this girl, but she used to be like, do we have to take a photo? Do we? I, I used to be that type of person. Like, I run away from the camera. I don't want to do anything. Um Because
1: you were behind the camera.
0: I was, it's not even being behind. I think I was just, like, self-conscious, and I'm just like, can we just live in the moment? Like, why everything ought to be a photo? Why, like, and... And I think that once that happened, you know, that big life change, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do the complete opposite of everything that I've normally done because we just gotta fuck some shit up. And so I did dye my hair and I did start going to the gym. <laughs> but <laughs> I also got on TikTok, and the first thing I did when I got on, when I made my account, was TikTok asked you, do you wanna, do you want your contacts like in your phone to find you? I fuck no, like hell no. I don't want anyone to find me. I don't want no one. I don't think my family or even my friends knew I was posting on TikTok until like, I had 10,000 followers. Same. They were like, what is this? (laughs)
2: Like, like you got caught. Like, yeah, I got
0: caught, I got caught. And they were like, why didn't you say, because in the beginning I was posting self love stuff. Like it was very cringe. It was like I had a bad day, but the girls at the gym were being so nice. Oh my uh. god. You know, and I'm just like I don't need my family to know uh. when I had a like a vulnerable moment cuz you know, I come from a Latino family and so we say like la ropa se lava en casa, right? Like you keep your dirty laundry in the house. Like you you don't air it out like that. And so this is me being vulnerable with my emotions what I was going through and posting it online. You know, and and the last thing I need is like a call like are you okay? What's going on? And then next thing you know, Christmas is all about me. I didn't want that type of attention from my family. But yeah.
2: So how did your content sort of evolve?
0: So I feel like when I started posting, I noticed that people were actually interacting with me, commenting. And mind you, this was like supposed to be like a personal private diary. I mean, I did post it publicly, right? But I didn't think I would get pushed out. And I and it just like slowly started growing like and if you notice it's like oh it goes with the self love stuff then i started taking salsa classes that i think was my first video to hit like 70k like i was like oh my god and then and then i started doing like dominican content like just sharing my thoughts and feelings about you know certain things in the community and just making like you know like funny little skits and stuff and so it just kept evolving and that year i was finding myself personally like who am i without this person that i was with since high school but who am i me like as myself and so i think that tiktok helped me like in a way kind of evolve to me rediscovering and falling in love with myself again
2: and that probably really resonated with people i mean that what it sounds like to me was you had the security of doing it online to people that you didn't know yeah but that was so it worked so well and resonated so well because everything you described feels like you were like yo, I'm gonna dance like nobody's watching.
0: Literally, literally. I'm gonna dance like no one's watching. And you know, like whoever likes it, likes it. And so I feel like with that, I was able to build a community. It took me a while to actually digest that, like knowing that I can get people out of their beds, in the shower, get dressed to wanna go outside, Mm -hmm. especially in this cold ass New York weather, Mm -hmm. you know? And so when I saw that, like that I was pushing people to go outside to do their to to test their limits to try new foods to try new things. I was like, oh wow, like I actually have something valuable. I'm actually creating something valuable here. When that clicked, like I think 2023, that's when I really took it seriously.
2: How do you split your time right now between making content and work?
0: As soon as work finishes, I'm I'm editing I'm, I'm potentially shooting like right after work. I'm going to sleep at like 12 o'clock in the morning. Is it like 50, 50,
2: 60, 40?
0: I mean, I feel like I give 80% like to my content. Wow. You know, if I really had to put a number to it, Amazing. you know, and that's like 180 because I'm always giving 100 at my job, you know, Good but, answer. <laughs> Good answer. <God>. answer. <laughs> <laughs> like it's chaotic, but I found a balance like a, so do I have a life? No, my life is my content. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah.
0: But I feel like that's how I'm able to have a life is I, when, if you see, I feature my family all the time, my friends, like we're going on adventures together, like, and they don't mind because mm. they see the vision, they see the goal, they see where it's going and they have fun because I make it fun, right?
1: Let me ask you this. What is the vision?
0: What is the vision? What do you
2: want to do with I want to build
0: an empire. I want to build a polymarth Ooh. empire. Let's talk about it, yeah. You know, like I want to, I want to be able to own multiple businesses. I want to be able to continue To make myself into a brand. You know what I'm trying to say?
2: Um, Love it. What's your differentiation? What do you mean? Like, so, you know, there's a lot of people that are moguls. You know mm-hmm. and they and there's a lot of people that are building empires right but there's usually a clear value prop and a differentiation between like all right cool like if I go to Oprah if I go to the rock if I go to the at the core of it all there's a certain like motivation for people that like are gravitated toward that person mm-hmm. what do you think you're what do you think that is right now for I you?
0: for me I think it's the love for my community you know I'm trying to say for the Bronx I feel like for me it's just like you know, whatever I get, I'm giving back out mm. to the community because I understand that things are changing. You know, um, I, you know, like growing up in the Bronx is never easy, um, but it's a lot of fun. As I continue to grow, I want to always have that in on the side is like giving back, putting them on. Like I don't want to do it for the sake of a tax write off or like, you know, like whatever. I want to do it because it comes from me and from my heart, and and you'll you'll see it too. Like I love my borough. Like it 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 birthed me. Well, my mother birthed me. Sorry. But you know like it it raised me in a sense and so I'm a I'm appreciative for it because it taught me a lot It taught me a lot.
2: If you look at the demographics Mm -hmm. in your your, like CMS, right? Mm -hmm. Like what do you know about your audience right now?
0: So I would say 80% of it is women. Okay, which I love like girl it's giving girly power (laughs) Like women stick together. I I love that it's women and then I would say thir- like almost 40% of them are from the Bronx. And then like 30% of them
1: are from Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> so majority of them are in New York. Majority in New York, of them are
0: New York. But I even have people from DR following me.
1: Are you of Dominican descent?
0: Yes, I am. Got you. Mm-hmm.
1: Are the social media platforms that you're using currently, TikTok and Instagram, are you on YouTube as well? Or?
0: I am on YouTube as well. Wow. And so I've been trying to grow that recently. I told like my 2024 resolution is to start posting vlogs. Um, of my adventures and so I'm kind of posting like a little content that I filmed last year but this year I really want to ramp up on the YouTube it's just another language to learn like editing for is another is another curveball and so I feel like um, you know when you're first starting it's a little disheartening because you're trying to find that voice and I feel like I found it with Instagram and TikTok. so now it's just translating that voice to the YouTube audience and so what I really like about all my different platforms is that who follows me on TikTok probably doesn't follow me on Instagram. Like I have like I grew those communities separately. Mm. The younger crowd follows me on TikTok, you know, the older crowd follows me on Instagram. Mm. And I don't know who follows me on YouTube yet, but I know it's a different crowd. Mm. I know it is.
1: How many followers do you have on TikTok right now?
0: I think, 69,000.
1: And how how many followers do you have on uh, Instagram?
0: 70,000. Oh, wow.
1: So you have a bigger audience on Instagram. Yeah. Do you put, do
2: you index more into Instagram or?
0: I I literally post the same, I post the same content on both pages.
2: Mm-hmm. And it's slightly serving a slightly older audience on Instagram and slightly younger on, on TikTok? I would say,
0: yeah, I would say TikTok is like 18 to 24, right? Mm-hmm. And then 25 to, what is that, like 34? Yep. Like, mm-hmm. And then Instagram, it's the 25 to like 35 group mostly. Yeah. And then the 18 to, to 20. And then people as old as 45 and even 65 years old are watching i I would
1: say the same about us yeah totally yeah which i'm surprised instagram have an audience with more disposable income frankly speaking yeah that is true which is also why they're more experimental about trying out different eateries you know they have the bandwidth to do that but like if you're like 13 years old just scrolling through TikTok. You're trying to find where
2: the cheap eats These are, are. Mm-hmm. but
1: you're not necessarily trying to venture out to a place where a cuisine that you might not be familiar with. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah.
2: And I love that you used, you said the, I have to learn the language of YouTube. I think that you're going to, I mean, two things. I think you, you're going to do very well on YouTube in that. YouTube is, of all the platforms, that's the one where they follow you. I think just getting a catching a vibe from you, like your personal content and people on whatever platform, they're going to love following you for Aww. you right Despite the very nature of how you built your your community so far
0: does that mean you like me I, I,
2: that means i like you i got I'm not, a yeah, brian yeah. approval yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's very clear from my first time meeting you is that you have a fluency right you have you, you're very fluent in many circles and I think that that gives a huge advantage and that's ultimately the thing that has long-staying power in trying to build an empire and build a community mm-hmm. as a creator, right? That's the world-class
1: advantage. That's your that, advantage. That
2: oh, we... that I'm
0: like diving into different... No, it's just None the fact serious? that you
1: understand how to speak in different rooms.
0: Oh, that's, oh.
1: That fluency is not something that everybody has.
0: I got to think NYU. <laughs> for that um I think I think going to college um one in New York City and going to somewhere that's NYU which is a PWI if you don't know what that is is a primarily white institution right um was honestly a culture shock because I was a commuter student I couldn't so funny enough NYU gave me the most money right and so I went to school based on my scholarship and I was basically virtually going for free Right, and and this is like applying to SUNY and CUNYs. They were trying to charge me an arm and a leg, and NYU was like, "Here, you're smart enough." And so, taking the train, like, and it took me, it would take me an hour and a half, you know, just to get to NYU. Which take,
1: part are you from? The north or the south? Or the I'm Bronx?
0: from the east. Okay. Northeast. Oh, okay. Yes, like middle, middle yeah, of the Bronx. Yeah, 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 Middle of the Bronx. So it's it's on like, the two line. Yeah. Okay. I'm on the two line. So
2: you're on you're on for a while. It takes you a while to get down. Right? I'm on I'm yeah. on for
0: a while, and so. You know, going from my neighborhood, you know, and then going into these classrooms, like it was such a huge curveball. Right. I I had beef with a teacher because, you know, like New Yorkers, we go, nah, but you know what I mean? Or, nah, I get what you're saying with this idea. And she would say, tell me, like, stop saying no. Why you keep, why, like, why are you questioning my authority with saying no? Like, and I'm just like, and it, it just goes to show.
1: Uh.
0: Oh, my God. It just goes to show her lack
1: of fluency.
0: A fluency. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not saying no because of no. I'm saying like, nah, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, there's
1: a said? difference between yeah, no, and nah, nah yeah. yeah. Exactly. Exactly.
0: And so she didn't understand that. She didn't care to understand that. And when I tried to explain to her, like, she had me on the verge of tears. You don't know how frustrating it is right. when people, when you're trying to, when you're really trying your hardest to, to, to communicate, to say, like, this is not what I mean. Like, it's just a form of. New Yorkian, like I don't know, like of 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 that type of language. I'm not questioning your authority, which is weird. Like, first of all, you're a white woman, like you know, trying to do a power dynamic on me. Like, okay, but you know, like you know that you have an array of different types of students in your in in certain classes. Why would you not try to connect them? And I think what killed me is that she was like one of those fake woke people, and so it's like, all right, you're down for the cause, but are you really? down for the cause like are you willing to to take that step to to understand the communities that you're teaching that you're potentially teaching totally and she wasn't and and that has stuck with me forever like and that was my freshman year and so once once i had that taste of it i knew i had a lot of catching up to do i knew i had to learn Mm -hmm. how to navigate these spaces i knew i knew that i would i can't I can't come in sometimes, be like, yo, what's up? Like, you're, like, he screamed, you're to me. He's like, you're, I'm like, right, no, we work in Midtown. Wait, hold on. (laughs) Like, that stopped me. I'm like, hi. (laughs) But that, but that's like, it's that code switching. And it sucks that we have to do it. But, you know, like you said, when you want to build an empire, like, I hope to eventually get to the point where I can come into spaces and I'm saying you're too, you know, like, it is what it is. Like, you're going to deal with it, you know? But sometimes you do have to code switch. And sometimes, I don't mind doing it sometimes too as if I'm going into different communities as well as a as a way of respect you know like I'm tra- checking your temperature seeing seeing how we could build this and you know not taking offense into what you're saying and vice versa
2: 100% It's it's literally fluency right Yeah. it's fluency. like people think fluency is just about speaking a language but it's 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 actually understanding mm-hmm. and having a certain respect right mm-hmm. to understand that like okay if I'm in this room or if I'm in this country or if I'm in this whatever it might be. Yeah. But I think I think that's your world-class advantage. So mm. when I asked you earlier about like, oh, hey, what's going to be the thing that separates you from building an empire just like The Rock? I think you guys have the same fluency. Mm. He's able to address the WWE crowd, mm. which, okay, let's put that crowd in a box. And then he's able to do like Ballers, which is on HBO. Yeah, That's that's about sports. That's going to be another type of crowd. I love he's, that too. Yeah, I yeah, I, yeah, I the exactly. shit out of me but then also superhero. Yeah. And yo, he, he, was, um, he was Maui in Moana. You know what I'm saying? So like, he, talk about fluency, right? Yeah. And, and, and that's what you're already doing with your content. It's you taking people on this journey to places that they could not have access to, or even if they did have access to, but they wouldn't have a fluency in, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So you're making that, you're teaching yeah. while you're learning. And that
0: oh, thank that's you. longevity. Oh, thank yeah. you. Yeah, Fun that, fact, I studied abroad in Italy. Nice. And that was like another culture shock of Siena? like the uh, attack in Florence. Florence, okay. And that was another culture shock in that way of like learning how to navigate European spaces you know or more specifically learning how to squat and use the bathroom with just a hole in the ground <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. About that? Totally. you know what i do love though oh my god i'm gonna post this soon hopefully soon the bidets yeah. i didn't get introduced to a bidet until
1: it's a lifesaver right?
0: uh, oh my i just got one for christmas i was on my, my family looked at me like what girl
1: the have
0: some decorum while well, like, unwrap that elsewhere
1: I mean, my explanation for that is yo if you were gonna get shit on
2: your hand, <laughs> oh, you yeah, would yeah. wash it, right? <laughs> yeah. Again, these little things, you get put onto them, and you learn about it. You respect it. You're not like, what? You do, you use that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What are some of the other things that I think have contributed to? Can you share, like, to this overall experience of fluency? So, NYU, going to school definitely did it. Growing up, up in New a York. Book, Growing New up York.
0: York. Um, in terms of that fluency, um, oh, my job, my day job, because I'm, I'm going to like kkk town tell
1: us about your day job like so oh, w- yeah. what do you do right now yeah
0: so i'm i'm a doc producer and so i i, I produce documentaries did like you the, study at no, tush no i did okay. not i did not i studied i wanted to become a lawyer <sighs> what,
2: what and kind of so law?
0: i wanted to do civil rights and constitutional law because okay. again in my back of my mind i'm like i want to help people i want to help people a lawyer kept it real i mean he said you're not gonna make any money and you're not really gonna help anyone it is what it is. Wow. The legal system is set up to keep things in check, in line. And unfortunately, that is not in line with helping people.
2: May I ask, where does this yearning and this desire of helping come from?
0: I really got to give it up to my mama. Like, I really have to give it up to her. Like, she, oh my gosh, she going to kill me. She used to um, sell jewelry. And she used to lend people money. When banks, when they couldn't, especially, you know, like, Again, vulnerable communities, migrant communities in the Bronx, right? You have a lot of those.
1: Oh, we we lend yeah, people yeah, money yeah. in Korean communities yeah. too, right? right? The little whole, susu, yeah. You know, we have a whole system. What's it called, susu? Susu. Yeah, mm-hmm. we have. We call cool it, it. We got. We call it care. Oh,
0: is it where you give out the numbers and then they get paid out weekly? Kind of.
1: Is more like it's. How, how do you explain it? It's so like it's, it's, you have a pool,
0: mm-hmm. you know what I
1: mean, and everybody chip in each month, mm-hmm. and then you know people take turns yep. to get that big pool. That's a susu. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, yeah, a susu, yeah, yeah.
0: exactly. So I'm one of the rare New Yorkers that has a car because I grew up in the back of a car. My mom used to pick me up from school. She used to have my little container of food, and I would do my homework in the back of the car, eat my eat my food while she went around the Bronx, picking up money, distributing money, doing all that, even with jewelry too. And so for me, it's like- So she was a hustler. Like she was just doing her thing. Yeah, Yeah. she never slept either. Like she still doesn't sleep. Like it's just in her nature. And so seeing that, and sometimes I just get pissed, but sometimes like when people will come like to either pick up money or um, pay her, you know, they would sit in the car and like talk for an hour, two hours. My mom would sit there and talk and talk, and I'm like,
1: "So you're you in hurry? the back seat, yes. listening to all of this, listening
0: to all this, listening to people's problems, listening to to like, oh my god, like, um, you don't know how much this is helping me. You don't know." And I'm just like, you know, I'm a little kid. I wanna, I wanna watch Nickelodeon. I wanna watch Cartoon Network at home. And you know, like sitting in a back seat of a car, like it, it's it's comfortable until, you know, a certain time, but now I'm looking back at it, you know, it's just like, you learn a lot. Like you start to build an affection towards people, towards strangers. And I feel like that I've been building that, you know, mm-hmm. like, and I've never made that connection until you got oh, this feels therapeutic. This is a therapeutic ass <laughs> podcast.
1: I, I feel you, know? you on that. So my pops was in China studying um, when I was like in elementary school and he was, he went back to school right so he's korean but he went back to school in china in his late 30s so he has like two kids and my mom was there and he had a bunch of juniors that were younger than them and during this time like there wasn't a big korean community in this particular city that we lived in china so uh all these juniors would come to our house during lunchtime. so ever since i was a kid and even before that like my grandparents had like a restaurant i was running out of the crib in korea so mm-hmm. i was that young kid that always had access to adults yep. and i would listen to adults and i i after i became an adult myself i realized that not everybody has that experience so you mm-hmm. just just be you just sitting there like all that subconsciously just impacted you yep from gaining all this access to information and you know, you became a listener and that's mm-hmm. why you're in the doc space, I think. You know yep, what I mean? Like is, it, yeah. it, it's, there's like a through sense. line. Yeah, you know what I mean? There is a through line. Oh my yeah. God.
0: I, and I've never looked back at it, honestly. I'm just, I'm always moving forward and I never really sit down to like, why is this and that in the third? You know, like, and now I'm like, now I'm seeing it full circle. Like, it really.
2: That, that just means you're getting older and wiser. By the way, you talk about never looking back. Talk about another thing that's very common in immigrant communities, like, what are you talking about? You're not trying to look back at what was, you mm-hmm. just gotta go. Go. You try to survive. What, yep. do, what are you talking about, reflection?
0: Yeah, that's true.
2: You don't, you don't carve out a space for, you, if you carve out a space for like negativity or hurt or struggle, then how are you ever gonna get forward? And the other problem is when you move forward, you also don't carve out time for the celebration either.
0: That is true. Yeah, I don't celebrate and I don't, and I try not- Because you're always looking forward. Yeah, you're always looking forward, always looking forward. And and I think it does that to a detriment because then, you know, I feel like as humans, as as we live this life, there's always ways that we can improve ourselves. We are not, like, this is not my final form. I know it's not. I have a lot of more growing and I have a lot of more learning to do. And the way that I can only do that, I feel like is, is through introspection, mm. you know, in a certain extent. So I do like, now that I'm, as I'm getting older and wiser, I, I do have to make more space for that. And I hope that I do make more space for that because yes. I should be able to celebrate myself. Like people come up to me and they're like, oh my God. And I'm just like, I'm just a girl yeah. from LeBron. <laughs> 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 it, 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 like, still, it still to this day doesn't register, you yeah, know? Yeah. But I do love hearing when someone tells me like, you made me go outside, you yeah. made me go to the gym, you made me. That's
1: what I eat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, that's yeah.
0: Just- I do want to ask like, first of all, LA to New York, What's going on there? How are you feeling? How are you surviving? It's
2: in in New York. Like
0: yeah, like are you okay? It's not New York is not easy, and I, and I know yeah. LA is not easy, but I feel like um I, I feel every time I hear every time I see an LA person come to New York, they're like, oh my god, I hate New York. It's I can't. See no,
2: it. yeah, for sure, that's the expectation. You know, it again just to. Just to... This is the flun? I only ordered a flan because <laughs> of ah, Okay. <laughs> Tina's. This is, Tina's. This is a little
0: disrespectful. This, this is very disrespectful to yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> Um, y- You know, those are people that don't have fluency. I- I've never felt more at home. Oh really? I mean, okay, good. And then at New York. My energy is very intense for LA, right? Like, oh really? really? Yeah, very intense okay. for LA. Like, you know, looking forward, Trying to go, trying to go. I'm super, I'm more impatient than, like, I, I'm super is impatient, this right? Notice. Like, I, you know, I'm very much like, you know, we, we start a meeting. I know the fluency of being like, oh, hey, how's everyone going? Da, da, da. But I'm just like, yo, so what's up? What are we going to talk about? Let's go. So And some end, people
0: take that offensively. They're just like.
2: Well, they don't understand the language.
0: Yeah, they don't understand the language.
2: You know, we're Korean. Korean parents and friend like, friends' parents. hmm will say the wildest shit to you if you don't understand what's going on. like, yo, you look fat. You gained a lot of weight since the last time I saw you. And you're like, wait, what? Yo, you look too skinny. You haven't been eating. What? Like Dominicans do it too. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. So if you have... Fluency yeah, in those, those cultures, cultures. Then, then you understand what's going on. You oh don't take God. offense Yeah, to they don't do it out of malice.
1: They, In their eyes, they're doing it out of concern. It is, it's is love. It's, it's their it's love, the, language. Yeah, love language. Yeah. It's their love language. But, yo, do that shit to, like, a middle American white person. They're going to look at you yo, crazy. Yo, it's like, what? Like, mm-hmm. yo, Mr. Kim, you just called me fat? Like, yo, what's going on with that? You know what I'm saying? Like,
0: oh my. And I'm the type to clap back, too. Because I'm like, you guys need to learn fluency, too, with my family. Yeah. Oh, my God. I had my uncle. He was like you look a little bigger, like you got chubbier, like what's going, like, you know, like you need to lose weight. I said, when you lose yours, I'll lose mine.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Shut him up real quick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You gotta, like that's the
2: expectation. You know, yeah. you gotta, you gotta say it to your uncle. You gotta be like, well, I'll lose mine when I when you lose yours. Yeah, and then yeah. he's like, all right, there you go. Respect. Respect, Respect. exactly.
0: <laughs> he, he, you're right, because he you never gotta brought it up. You gotta he never shit. brought yeah. it back yeah. up. He's yeah. careful when he around me now.
2: Yeah. The fluency, mm. in, in
1: terms of the fluency topics, when you go to like a Jamaican spot, oh, uh, or West Indian spot in general, a lot of them are sassy mm-hmm. and they do it in a way where they're mm-hmm. not trying to be mean to you, they're just that's just how they yeah, like, start what, a conversation. We don't got that, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, once you that, get to know them, what do you
0: have? What do you want?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <You're> like, okay,
0: <laughs> but once
1: you get to know them, mm-hmm. you understand that yo, they're sweet, kind, mm-hmm. nice, generous people like everybody else, and but it's just that initial understanding, understanding. of. Getting to know each other and understanding how to have that fluency. Once again, that's the process.
0: And to jump off on that, when I made my video recommending Bronx spots to Keith Lee, I got comments. Yo, why didn't you tell him to go uptown? Like to like the 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 Caribbean spots, the West Indian mm-hmm. spots. I'm like, you really trying to fuck New York up right now. Like he doesn't have that fluency yet, you know? Like he I don't think he he especially for that, like yeah, he has a Dominican sister-in-law, but I don't know if you could pull up to the Trinity spot, the Jamaican spot, and like, I don't, like, I'm not, he already had mm, a bad intro to New York, you know, just with the comments and all that stuff and how people were reacting to him. But, like, do I really wanna pour salt on that wound? Like, right. no, like, only if I could pull up with him and just be like, listen, this is just how they are. Like you said, like, yeah. they're just, you know, it's sassy, they care, like, It's just, you know, you gotta, like you said, you gotta turn that fluency on and just understand it's never personal and that's it. And so that's why like, I'm like, let me recommend spots that I love, that I know like they'll, by his metric, right? Are gonna treat him nice, are gonna give him good eats and you know, can use the business.
2: Yeah. So do you wanna become a full-time content creator?
0: Yes, I do wanna become a full-time content creator and and I'm trying to work towards that. because one i don't want to ask for permission anymore you know even when i'm pitching ideas or you know recommending anything i'm answering to a network i'm answering to executive producers i have to seek permission to 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 bring any ideas that i have to life and quite honestly when i first started content and started realizing like i don't care what anyone has to say it's liberating right it's liberating and so i'm just like this is what i want to continue doing to the point that one, I can build that empire and you know what? I woke up on to start a production company. I have the contacts, I have you know, the skill set, I know what it takes, I know who to seek out. I I could do this, you know, like now that we have it, and the content is fun, so why not? And so for me, I do I, I, I wanna make that pivot and I think again, I need to learn that language of business in in content creation yeah. because Negotiating your deals, knowing what's industry industry stand, I know it for the film business, right? But it's another, it's another monster, it's another beast when it comes to content creation and working with brands, working with, you know, different people in that sense. Uh,
2: are, are you are you doing a lot of brand deals right now?
0: i um, as they come in,
2: you oh, know. Oh, what was your first brand deal? Can you share?
0: Um, it was Sprite. It was Sprite.
1: That's
2: a good one. That, That's a good one. Yeah. Really?
0: Okay. Good. <laughs> they had me come in and do a taste test where I like they put the um the fountain the the bottle and then um and the can and i had to pick which one is
1: which and like the agency came up with the concept and yeah all i had to do was
0: show up and be me they hired
1: you as a talent
0: yeah they hired me as a talent and i love that they just i and i think that's what's also what i want is like one people if brands do reach out they reach out because they like me and they like what i bring and and they want me for me they're not trying to control like, cause I know that some brands are very like, you need to say this, this, that, and third, you need to hit on right. these points. It's like, we trust you, right? To one like this thing and put it out how you want to put it out to your audience. Right. Because we know that you understand your audience. We know we want, we don't want to change you. Yeah. And so I, I kind of want to be that content creator. Of yeah. Like,
1: Those are the best relationships. Uh, luckily, we've had many instances where it was that. Mm-hmm. But even within that, you know, brands being brands, they have oh, certain yeah. ask and deliverables and it's when the brand just let us rock, mm-hmm. that content usually gets the best ROI, like yep. the best views, the most engagement. And when a brand acts like, yo, we kind of want you to be you, but these are all the points you need to hit. This is the camera angle that you need to use. Can you put in this mm-hmm. little copy that we came up with, inserted? The video flops. <laughs> yup. Yup. That's literally what it is. And you know I wish I mean? there was,
0: I wish they would understand that as well. Yeah. And I've, and I've had to push back.
1: Uh, me too. I've pushed yeah. back All and I'm time. like,
0: nah, send it something like this. Yeah. I'm telling you they're going to like it. Yeah. No All notes. What I told you.
1: Yeah.
0: Like they, they sought me out. Right. They, the, 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 the brand did their, did their research, you know, and probably looked at my page and chose me because of me. Right. Why are you trying to change that? You know, like just just let it flow. Just let, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. You gotta I got it, you gotta get paid, I gotta get paid too. Right. But like let it let let the concept come organically because like you said, that's when you get the best engagement. That's when you get people actually liking it, commenting, sharing, and, and it distributing far
2: and wide. Yeah. So your your first ever brand deal was your first ever partnership was U.S. talent. Like you came in and you did your thing. You performed. Mm-hmm. Did they also make you post on your channel?
0: Yeah, they did. So they made me post okay. on my TikTok and my Instagram and my story
2: Okay. as cool. well. Did But they they made the video for you or you had to shoot and edit it yourself? No,
0: no. They made the video for me. I just okay, literally cool. had to show
2: up and. And now are you using. I mean, you obviously know how to do all of it because you're a producer. Are mm-hmm. you now producing the entire thing? I- like, is it a. Do they still want to work with you in that capacity? Or is it like, hey, uh, Paulie, we want to work with you. What idea do you have? Come back and just put it on your channel.
0: It it so it's normally like we want to work with you, here's a campaign brief, do what you want.
2: Cool. And yeah. then I'm producing it. Shooting and editing it. And
0: shooting and editing it and, and things like that. And I'm and I'm used to negotiating in the doc space. Like, right, when they go, like, we want you to AP, we're gonna give you the 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 base rate for an AP. I'm not your new AP. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, I'm a seasoned one. I've been at detention centers i've been having to do a police lawyer i've been dealing with every type of person i can get you access no no no. like i need you to see my worth and i'm good at communicating it in the film space but i just need to again figure it out in the in the concentration creation space of how to put that forward so that these you know brands or agencies can see like you know what yeah, maybe we spent $100,000 on her, but it was $100,000 well spent, yeah. you know? And that's how I want these agencies and brands to walk away after working with me. I think that's the goal. It's like, I don't, because I, I, I also see like, um, I don't know if you're into Reddit. I like, I low-key like Reddit a lot, like the anonymous, like where people get to go on there anonymously and like share their experiences in the content creation space. And it's like, damn, we spent $100,000 on that creator and... It was a nightmare. Is there
2: a good sub of it <laughs> for this specifically? Because I'm not on there like that. Yeah, I'll, I'll send it to you. I'll yeah, send it to you. I'll find it out and yeah, put it in the amazing. group chat.
0: And that's how kind of like my way of learning too, of like yeah. what other creators are getting paid, but also what it looks like behind the scenes yeah. on their side, right? Because yeah. I think I think knowing someone um, who works on that side would be prove very valuable to me personally, you know? But also because whoever works with me, I want them to walk away feeling good about it. You know, I don't want them to walk yeah. away like, I hate Pauly, she's so difficult to work with. No, like if, and I've learned that on, on film sets, sometimes you're working 12 hours with someone. Mm. Why would you want to make that a miserable time? Yeah. You know, like you're doing a month long stint in middle of nowhere, working 12 hour days.
2: Yeah.
0: Why, like, you know, like, why wouldn't you want to be a good person to work with? Why would you? And and I feel like the highest compliment I get, and normally it comes from crew, is like I actually like you as a producer because producers get bad reps.
1: Hundred percent because the they're the, they're reps. the ones that I have to say the things that other people don't want to say.
0: I get it. You have to speak truth, but you don't have to be cruel. And that's always my thing. Like even in speaking my truth and do in, in visiting these restaurants, giving feedback or any or anything. I'm, I, I'm never, I never try to be malicious. I never try to be cruel. I understand that you can deliver your truth in a way that doesn't offend anyone, that doesn't, that doesn't hurt feelings, that, you know? Like yeah. Yeah. have some humility, yeah. you know? And that's what I always think when I'm, when I'm talking to people.
1: So having said that, is there anything that we could do to help? Like anything you wanna ask us?
0: What do you see in talking with me? Cause I like to flip it. Where do you see the gaps?
2: I, I think that the gap is just as in in experience I think you'll go I think you have all the things I don't say this often but I think you have I think yeah, you have the he doesn't say it as often yeah I think you have the criteria to go number one your fluency number two your clear curiosity and your, your ambition the fact that you're on a subreddit talking about like trying to figure out what rates other people are getting that's good I think where you where you lack right now is probably just access access to more information higher signal people right mm-hmm. people to say like, we're open book. So your, your rates, great. That that For someone starting out with no experience, fantastic. I'll tell you with similar numbers, we're probably asking for four times that. Minimum, right off the bat. Because there's a certain fluency where I'm like, yo, know, I owned or used to work at the companies that mm. were media companies. I know exactly what those campaigns are. First of all, you're not treating us like talent. You're treating us as a producer, someone that's producing the content. I eating the content and distributing the content right there. You're already changing the conversation because you're speaking a different language to them than someone that's like, Oh shit, you're going to pay me to be in a fucking video. Like you already know, like the, mm. the, the conversation is different. Right. So uh, that's just experience. That's, that's like, you, you just get that shit from being old yeah. and from being in this shit. Right. Like, so I know we don't have much time, but like, how else can we be helpful? Mm. Are there any specific things that like, what do you think you need right now?
0: on the base form someone who's willing to teach me that, right? Someone who's gonna, and for me I always thought it was a manager or an agent, like someone who can who can who wants to grow with me. You know what I'm trying to say? Or is already at that position and in that space but wants to see me win because they believe in me as much as I believe in myself. I want a godmother godfather. That's I feel like that's the word you that just I need want. A mentor. No, no, I, I need there's, yeah. There's
2: there's three different types of help you can get, right? Yeah. One of my mentors told me this. You could get a mentor, you could get a coach or you could get a therapist. Right? Mm-hmm. A mentor. A mentor is should have a very specific skill set of something that you're trying to accomplish. If you're a content creator, reach out to a content creator that literally did the deals that you want to do or grew the business that you want to do. If you're a real estate person, don't try to get a, a technologist as your as your yeah. mentor. Get a real estate person as and, and and even in real estate, don't get a real estate agent if you're, you're trying to get into development, right? Get the very specific thing because that mentor can be very prescriptive in what they're providing you, right? The second one is a a coach. They're very prescriptive, but in a very specific, narrow way, right? Mm -hmm. That's not necessarily like something that they've done before, but they know specifically to like, hey, your meal plan, you're this, you're this, you're this. They know the plan and they can provide a plan for you. Therapists, they're not supposed to be prescriptive at all. They just help you work out your own shit by asking the questions that you could ask. So right now, I think what you need is a mentor, a content creator mentor that could basically just say like, "All right, cool. Like, here mm-hmm. are the things that you're trying to do. Here's the other thing that's real too. Don't don't sign with the manager yet. Like, the the best people, the at the highest, they always want to give back. Actually, they'll want to give back as mm-hmm. long as you're real with your time and their time, and you show them respect of that time. Be like, hey, I reached out to you because of this. And this, I'm being very clear in my ask. Can I get like one hour a quarter? Can I get one hour a month? Whatever that is, is yeah. because I'm trying to accomplish this. Here's my background. Here's the steps that I'm doing. They're gonna be like, all right, fuck. You're serious? I fuck with you. Yeah. They're not gonna charge you money. They're not gonna want a percentage off. If anything, they should want to pay that shit forward. And yeah. and most of the most successful people do do that. If you come correct. And we're not the most successful people, yeah. but we do do that. <laughs> yeah, we, we we do a lot of. Them. Yeah. I mean, we, how
0: do you choose those mentors? Or mentees? Or mentees, yeah.
1: The first thing that I look for, and I think you could agree, is diligence. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, yo, are you putting up shots? Are you doing it consistently? So we have a friend uh, that we used to hop on like weekly calls with that we're not taking any percentage in anything this person is doing. But this motherfucker puts up two videos a day no matter what. Mm. Former college athlete. You know what I mean? Okay. A running creator. And we caught him when he was at like 70 Mm thou on instagram now he's probably three times that or more i think um and he's become a he's become like a formidable voice in that particular vertical within a span of 18 months
0: that's crazy and
1: i knew it going in Mm -hmm. you know like okay i saw the diligence and then i hopped on a call this dude was talking different he was talking about KPIs. He was talking about, I was like, okay, cool. Like, you understand that this is not just a hobby. This is a job mm-hmm. for you. You have burned the sale. Like, this is all you have.
0: Yeah. And
1: then those are like, that's like usually number two. It's like, okay, you, what kind of fluency do you have? You know, this dude play football, like D1 football. Mm-hmm. So he's been in different rooms. You know what I mean? As well, yeah. And then, and then the third thing, again, is just the sauce. And the sauce doesn't come from,
2: from the sky. <laughs> like, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. There's funny. Like comedian, all time great funny, and then there's friend funny. A lot of people in this industry, where you where you make content and you and you know you're a producer, right? Yeah. There's some things when someone walks in a room when you when you're genuinely with like a star, it just gravitates. Yeah, they're, they're that, just that different. Would, yeah. They're just different. They're magnetic. Yeah, they're exactly.
0: Magnetic. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. I will say though, even if you might not have that magnetism, I think you have that, by the way. Oh, yeah. you think yeah, I have yeah, that? Yeah. But yeah. Even even if you don't have the magnetism, I think. As long as you have qualities one and two, totally. you will get to a certain level. Yeah. And this isn't a shot to this particular artist. This definitely means it's a shot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm scared.
1: Hold on. on. So okay. you know, I, I I came across this you, you know who he is, Macklemore.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: Hardest working artist that I met. You know what I mean? hmm Diligence. Fluency. But yo, is Z the most charismatic?
0: I can't remember performance. Exactly. So it's like, yo,
1: like, my man is great. And I think it will lead you to success. But I think that, like, that 0.1% magnetism is not... I don't know if you watch, like, One Piece or any anime. I... <sighs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, if you watch One Piece, One Piece. yeah, you know yeah. those people with the hockey. Yeah, with the yeah, hockey. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It's like it's, it's, it's levels, a chosen few. You know? You know what yeah, I mean? it is. It is. It yeah. is.
0: It is a chosen few. Oh yeah. my God. Wait, how are you caught up?
1: I'm caught up. You're yeah.
0: caught up. I have yeah. like five, five but, episodes, yeah. and then in the manga, I'm caught up. Yeah. All right, wait, real quick. Who's your favorite character? I feel like the people want to know.
1: Ah, uh, my favorite character. I think it's Sanji.
0: Sanji? Yeah. Okay.
1: I know it's a little left field. That sounds difficult. No, no. I don't even know. The
0: show. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sanji? Okay. All, okay. All right. okay. No, no, it's simple. interesting. No, I like law. Yeah. That's left field, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, law. Because yeah. they're like, wait, not even the cork law. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do have a question though. Yes, I do have please. a question. Jakey. Like I feel like everyone wants to know, mm. right? But what's up with that fake New York accent? <laughs> like, the haters wanna know.
1: <laughs> this is all AI, by the way. <laughs> this isn't even like, this isn't just me. Like, I have somebody Man. behind me typing it in. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just a robot.
0: You know what's funny, too? Uh-huh. I feel like I've gotten that, right? From people not from New York.
1: What, people asking you? Of
0: like, why are you talking like that? Like, why, are you, why, are you, why? That's not how you really talk. You know uh. because they don't I have I noticed this too is that um when I go to the south or just anywhere in in the United States outside of New York, there's not an understanding that we live amongst each other yeah. and and I feel like those communities you know black Hispanic you know whatever are more segregated so when they, they so when they see me or whatever they think we're putting on a black scent
1: right because they you're like light-skinned Dominican, Right, okay, good. And it's like,
0: it's not that. It's what we grew up in. Right, right, right. And so every time I see that comment, it's like, oh, someone who has obviously never traveled in their life or visited New York. So,
1: you know, I'm not going to lie. I'm a human being. So after I got the, like, by the 50th time, I was like, yo, this is kind of getting a little annoying. Mm -hmm. Now that it's at a thousandth time, you know what I mean? Like, I've gotten (laughs) to so many. Like, I look at it as an indicator that, okay, the video is performing. I look at it as a good thing because I'm like, oh, yo, the algo is hitting a new demographic. Yep. So as soon as I see that comment, yo, why you talk like that, yo? That's not how you really talk, talk. Yo, I want to hear your real voice. I'm like, okay, cool. Like we we get we we the video is moving.
0: It's moving. Yeah. And can I share an anecdote with that? I learned that right about like different areas of the United States and stuff from Spike Lee. When I was in NYU and I was taking producing classes in Tisch, that's how I kind of got through um through into film. I was rushing to my class. And the and I took the stairs. Boom, boom, boom. I get to like either the eighth or the ninth floor, and I burst out. And then I'm like, "Oh my god, I gotta get a class." And he goes, "Where are you going?" I look at him like, "Who? First of all, you the same height as me. <laughs> like, who is talking to me like that?" Yeah. And I'm like, "I'm going to my class." Uh-huh. And then I forget what it was, but I'm I don't know. I guess like I felt like he was G checking me. Uh, so I'm yeah. like, and I'm from the Bronx. Oh, he's like, and then I took him aback a little bit and he's like, oh, from the boogie down. Okay. Okay. And he goes, You know who I am? And I'm like, of course I know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> like, what type of Like, yeah. <laughs> like you just try to G check me? I'm like, you know what's up. Like, you know, I'm letting like, you know yeah. where, where I'm from. And and he and he invites me to his class. He teaches master students. He invites right. he, he invites me to his class and I'm like, nah, I got class at that time. He walks away and I'm like, are you dumb? Like Spike Lee just invited you to his class. And I'm like, yo, where's your class at? What time? Mm-hmm. Ooh, and he tells me, and I and I skipped class. I didn't care. Yeah. I skipped class and I sat and I and and the thing is, is that man is ruthless. That man don't play games. You ask a question he deems dumb, stupid question. Next question. No hesitation. Yeah. And so in my mind, I'm like, I'm seeing how he's in an I'm like, I want him to remember me. Mm. He probably doesn't, whatever. But I wanna ask a good question that's gonna like light up his world. Right. And I don't know if you've seen she's gotta have it. Yeah. I asked him, why you made Mars Latino? Right. And that blew like I'd never seen that man mm-hmm. smile so quickly. Mm-hmm. Cause normally, like, he's, you know. Mm-hmm. And and he and he gave that explanation because when I traveled to different areas, there's not an understanding that, you know, Latinos and African Americans, Carib- Caribbeans, whatever background are living entwined with in, in New York City, are dealing with over policing, are dealing with all these like things. We shouldn't be, as like you said, minority groups, fighting against each other. There's a bigger thing that we need to combat. Right. And I did that to low key. Raise awareness, which is why some people took it offense. Like Mars was like, Yah, yah, and it's like because it does exist here. Yeah. And I know like, you know, he has that sense of perception of like this is gonna go enough, it's gonna be a, a new audience, like you said, a new demo. Yep. him onto game. And I and I did my job. Like even the master students were like, Yo, that was a really good question. Yeah. I was like, Yeah, yeah, thank you, thank you. I mean, uh, yeah. as corny
1: as this sounds, yo, like representation matters, yo. Not it does. for real. It does. I just recently connected with this kid. He's an Ecuadorian Brit. He's, uh, he's, he's, okay. So he talks like the cast from top boy, but he speaks fluent Spanish. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I saw and, a Dominican Brit recently yeah, and that and, threw me off. I and was I was like, like, yo, this, this is fascinating. And yeah. I'm, I'm sure somebody who saw me for the first time or heard me for the first time probably thought the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, I can't believe this person exists. And, that that was the that was the great thing about yeah i I look at social media in that light you know of course some people might cast judgment initially mm-hmm. but the fact that we get to introduce not only the community that we love but ourselves and the existence of you know the hybrid americans that continuously will thrive um yeah like we're, we're closing those gaps and uh again i just say that to say yo appreciate what you're doing
0: Thank you. Yeah.